Hi, I'm Danielle Fetter. I'm Alexandra Lee, and we're the co-hosts of Partial View Podcast. We're going to be talking about our Tony Award predictions alongside the New York Times article by Jesse Green and Maya Phillips, who pick their should wins, will wins in major categories. So we do too, and we wanted to share them with you on the main feed. Hope you enjoy. Shall we pull up the New York Times predictions? Absolutely. So we um, have pulled up Jesse Green and Maya Phillips predictions. And they only do it for some... See if we agree with the New York Times critics. Jesse Green and Maya Phillips both agree that Leopold Stott by Tom Stoppard will win. And both agree that Between Riverside and Crazy by Stephen Adley Gerges should win. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I I agree in that I think Leopold Schott is going to win. I think we're going to see a Leopold Schott uh, sweep. Say that five times fast. This Schott year. Sweep. Yeah. I think Between Riverside and Crazy is great. I think that maybe I would put it on equal footing with Fat Ham in terms of should win. And I would say that maybe Fat Ham should win over like maybe say Between Riverside and Crazy. I think that Fat Ham and the reason I think I'm saying that is not just because Fat Ham is a newer play and could be considered of the moment, but I think that Fat Ham deals with themes and kind of captures these moments of queerness and grief and dealing with dealing with family discord in a way that I think it just feels very real and feels very 2023 to me. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. It, it just has this kind of urgency to it that I I yes. didn't really feel so much with Between Riverside and Crazy. I think that Fat Ham... I agree. I mean, it makes sense because Between Riverside and Crazy is an older play. I would definitely say Leopold Shot, and then if not Leopold... Will win, but I would say my should win is Fat Ham. I think for me, this category is like impossible because yeah. we're starting from a place where one... Four out of five of these nominees had prior off-Broadway runs. The only one that didn't is Leopold Stott. Which was in the West End. But it was in the West End. And three out of the five have already won a Pulitzer. Like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. When has Mm -hmm. that happened? And I also, we also have to shout out Jordan E. Cooper of Ain't No Mo. He is nominated for Best Play. That's his debut. It is, he is the youngest Black American playwright to make a playwriting debut on Broadway at age 27, and he also was in it, so. Yeah, and, like, yeah, for sure. Like, an incredible debut on all fronts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for it to get this recognition, particularly alongside three Pulitzer winners and Tom Stoppard, is, like, is crazy. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I can't, I can't choose a should win. I think, like, honestly... <laughs> They're all, like, kind of insane options. Yeah. That's actually how I kind of feel about the next category, which is Best Musical. And Jesse Green and Maya Phillips both agree that Kimberly Akimbo is going to win. Jesse Green thinks that Kimberly Akimbo should win, whereas Maya Phillips thinks some Like It Hot should win. Well, I disagree with that. (laughs) I... I definitely think Kimberly Akimbo over Some Like It Hot. I will say, out of the five nominees for Best Musical... I mean, my heart's with Anne Juliet, and I know it's not going to win. 
best musical. I know that for a fact, and I know people are so tired of jukebox musicals on Broadway. Uh, It just is an insanely clever musical that brings a lot of joy. And I just don't think it has a shot because I think that between the branding, between the pink hearts and all that jazz and and the kind of just general aesthetic of the show, people think that it is for teenage girls and maybe millennials. And maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, but I think that it is also causing them to to write it off. So I'm I'm actually gonna go with will win. I think Some Like a Hot's gonna win. I'm not saying that it should, but I think it will. And for should win, I gotta go with Angeliet. I gotta agree with Jesse Green and think Kimberly Akimbo will and should win. I mean, I liked Kimberly Akimbo a lot. I think that we're looking at an interesting group of five musicals where they are all such specific tastes. And the reason I think Some Like It Hot's going to win is because I think it's the most typical Broadway show out of the bunch. I also don't want to count out Shucked. I actually think Shucked could come up from behind and take it. That would be an upset, but... I could see it really happening. So I I think we're in for a really interesting Tony night in terms of the best musical race. You bring up Shucked and like, I will say that is one that I have not seen yet. Mm -hmm. And it is one that, as I alluded to at the beginning of the episode, I have opinions about despite not seeing it yet. Um, I think... I don't think you're wrong that it has a chance of being an upset in a lot of categories. Mm -hmm. I think it does have a shot. I I don't think it should, based on what I know. I think that it's actually really well crafted. It's not... I mean, again, like, there are a lot of things that could turn you off of Shucked. If you don't... If you hate country music, you won't like Shucked. If you want something that's super deep, you won't like Shucked. It is presented as a parable, and so... That is kind of a trap when you're putting parables on stage because it's really hard to get the audience to care about a character that's in like a fable or a parable, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really hard to make them rich and give them more than like standard hero's journey-esque aspirations. That's really fair. I'm not not saying that they overcame that entirely. I would say that they didn't. But I think that they make the journey you go on with the characters so effing fun. With such good music that I think it could overcome the maybe weaknesses, I'd say, in the book. Okay. I mean, I think what I am thinking about in terms of, like, the Best Musical Tony Award is... Not whether, like, it's objectively good or bad. Not whether, Mm -hmm. like, it's my taste. Which, like, that's what I mean when I say, like, I'm pretty confident that it's not my taste. And, like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. That's not why I don't want it to win Best Musical. I think it's more because I think with Best Musical, it is an overall comment on... It is a comment on the overall production, Mm -hmm. um, not any individual element. Mm -hmm. And it is, to me, to me, it should be given to the show where the sum of it, like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. Where something, and like, of course, listen, some years, none of the nominees have this, you know, but like Mm -hmm. where there's like some like, 
that like theater alchemy happens and like suddenly which is exactly what I feel about Anne Juliet, which is why, like, I say I want Anne Juliet to win. Whereas I feel that for Kimberly Akimbo. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I also think, like, taste aside, it it just sounds like that isn't quite happening at Shucked. It also sounds like maybe that's not their intention in the first place. It's not their intention. Which is also fine. Yeah. But, like, that's just my perspective on the Best Musical Award. Mm-hmm at the Tonys specifically, not like a commentary on like what shows should exist. Best revival of a play, Jesse and Maya are in agreement that Top Dog Underdog should win, but A Doll's House will win. And um, out of the four that are nominated, Piano Lesson, A Doll's House, The Sign in Sydney Brewstein's Window, and Top Dog Underdog, only two of those are currently running, and that is A Doll's House and Sydney Brewstein. I haven't seen A Doll's House, so I can't really entirely comment but i think from what i understand um a doll's house is a little bit more accessible than sign and sydney brewstein's window and i think that piano lesson and top dog underdog having already closed is gonna work not in its favor i agree with that i think i haven't seen a doll's house either Mm -hmm. we should point out that it is not the original ibsen it's um a new version by amy herzog i don't think it's like it's not a full-blown adaptation. It's like a pared-down version of the text. It runs um, 90 minutes. Right. And apparently Jessica Chastain spins on a chair a bunch. That's about as much as I know about this specific production. I've heard, frankly, like nothing but glowing reviews. Like I've heard it's, it's great. I've heard it's great. So I would agree with Jesse and Maya that it probably will win, especially given the fact that it like has that edge of still running. And I've spoken about how much I enjoyed Top Dog Underdog already. I think on both counts, I agree with Jesse and Maya here. Best Musical Revival. Both Jesse and Maya agree that they think Sweeney Todd will win. Mm-hmm. But Jesse thinks that Into the Woods should win. And Maya thinks Parade should win. I find this very interesting because I have heard better things about Parade than Sweeney Todd. And I will say I've seen neither of them. Me too. I too have seen neither of them. I need to. Is this an ode to Sondheim Tony Award that we think we're giving out? Like, do, are, mm. are we doing it to honor him for his first for his first season where his stuff has been on Broadway without him? I don't know. That's that's just like where my mind immediately goes. That's a great question. And I think that would be lovely. And if we're talking just based on again, have not having seen Sweeney Todd yes. yet, based on things I'm hearing, friends' opinions, that sort of thing, as well as the fact that like Into the Woods even like there's still buzz around it because it's still touring. Yes. I think Into the Woods should win. Like I think I wholeheartedly agree with Jesse Green. I I want it to win, but I don't think it's going to. I could see Parade taking it. I could too. I could see Parade. I think I'm going to go with Parade's going to win, but I want it Into the Woods to win. You know, it's interesting that they both think Sweeney Todd will win. I think I'm inclined to go with you, Alex. Like, I think just based on buzz, Mm -hmm. I think Parade will take it. I actually think that that's what's going to happen. Which is very cool because, like, uh, while I haven't seen this production yet, Parade is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it flopped and flopped pretty hard when it yeah. originally premiered in 1999. But it is, like, 
in my opinion, far and away Jason Robert Brown's best score. And I think it's like an absolutely stunning show and a very appropriate and important moment for mm-hmm. this show to be um, getting attention and getting done and having a spotlight. So, yeah. yeah. Great. Best actor in a play. This is an interesting one. Ooh, sure um, is. Jesse thinks that Wendell Pierce is going to win for Death of a Salesman, but that it should go to Stephen McKinley Henderson for Between Riverside and Crazy. Maya thinks that Stephen McKinley Henderson's going to win, and her should win is split between him and Corey Hawkins for Top Dog Underdog. Yeah. I did not see Death of a Salesman. I did not see Death of a Salesman. But I did see Between Riverside and Crazy and Top Dog Underdog. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what I guess the voters are going for, right? Like, are you going for a winner who is like seasoned, old, like was going to retire before this play happened, Mm -hmm. is being given a Lifetime Achievement Award at the drama desks and it's potentially like a last chance award because he's not going to do anything later again? Or do you want this to be like, more of like a newcomer award like Corey Mm -hmm. Hawkins isn't totally a newcomer but like do you want this to be like like a rising star award yeah exactly I think it's gonna be a career Tony for Stephen McKinley Henderson that's that's just what I think I don't really see this going any other way in terms of who should win that's really hard for me to say because I didn't actually see any of these performances except for Stephen McKinley Henderson and Sean Hayes I do love that Sean Hayes is not on either of these predictions from Maya or Jesse, because frankly, if he wins a Tony, it'll be for playing the piano well for five minutes. And that does not a good acting performance make. Oh, yikes. Um, He wasn't bad, but he wasn't blow me away. Sure. But then at the end of the play, he like plays five minutes of piano and everyone loses their goddamn mind. So that's where I stand on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I think I th- I think it's likely that it will be Stephen McKinley Henderson, and I can't argue with that. You yeah. know, yeah, I, it would be very cool if Corey Hawkins won. Mm-hmm. I'd be thrilled for him, but like, can't begrudge a career Tony for Stephen McKinley Henderson. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, best actress in a play. Yeah. This is also interesting. Okay, so Jesse Green thinks Jodie Comer will win for Prima Facci. Maya thinks Audra McDonald will win for Ohio State Murders. Jesse thinks Jessica Chastain should win. And Maya thinks Jodie Comer should win. So let's start with the fact that Jesse thinks Jodie Comer will win and Maya thinks she won't but should. I mean, from everything I'm hearing, her performance is just absolutely stunning. She won all the awards in London. I also understand that she is elevating a play that is not fantastic. While it won Best New Play at the Olivier's, it's not nominated this year at the Tony. The Olivier's are wild. From everything I understand, plus having watched her just transform on television, I have there's no doubt in my mind, I really believe that this is Jodie Comer's year. I believe that she should and will win. And I haven't even seen the show yet. So take that for what it's worth. I have not seen Prima Facci or A Doll's House. Um, I've heard unbelievable things about Jessica Chastain's performance. Um, and I think Audra carried Ohio State murders mm-hmm. like effortlessly. And it is not an effortless role. 
or an effortless no. play. I don't think she will win. Of course, like, I'll be perfectly happy if she does. Oh, yeah, um, I'll be thrilled. But I don't think she will. I disagree with Maya that she will. And frankly, she carried that play on her back. But I think that she, as much as I love that play, like I said, that that was my favorite Audrey and Kennedy play. I think she has had meteor roles too and she's one for those kind of roles so in contrast to like the past not that i'm i'm, I'm not sure that yeah. this is the where, one she where she's gonna take home a trophy in going through this new york times piece alex and i have not been talking about their uh jesse and maya's like should have been nominated section but here for best actress in a play Mm-hmm. Both Jesse and Maya mention Laura Linney in summer 1976, which I just wanted to shout out because so that's a two hander with Jessica Hecht. Jessica Hecht was nominated. Um, Laura Linney was not. Frankly, like that play was, uh, let's just say, like not my favorite. I'm kind of baffled by the like some of the like glowing reviews that it's received. I think both Jessica Hecht and Laura Linney are wonderful mm-hmm. in it. Incredibly watchable, entertaining. Like they're two actresses like very much at the top of their game. We love them. They are masters at this. Um neither role is particularly meaty and neither one really screams Tony nomination to me. Which I think is why it's, like, even weirder that, like, one of them was chosen over the other. Like, I don't know. It's just the whole... Mm-hmm. So, like, in that sense, I actually agree with Jesse and Maya that Laura Linney should have been nominated. Um, just when you look at what nominations that play did receive. And, like, the fact that it's a two-hander with Jessica Hecht. I guess it's kind of the same thing I'm saying about how, like, one out of four people in Cost of Living mm-hmm. wasn't nominated. And now it's, like, one person out of a two-hander mm-hmm. i'm like why though like what made you make that choice yeah best actor in a musical both of them think that josh groban's gonna win for sweeney todd which i find surprising but i was surprised when they announced that this production was happening with him so you know that's who knows? true same here <laughs> jesse thinks <laughs> that jay harrison gee from some like it hot should win and maya thinks that ben platt should win for parade I haven't seen Josh Groban and I haven't seen Ben Platt, but I've seen the rest of them from this category. And I got to say, I think that should win is Jay Harrison Gee. Will win? I'm going to go Jay Harrison Gee. I just think that it's their moment. It's not Josh Groban's moment. Sorry, Josh Groban. I love you. You were great in your cameo on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And you were great in The Great Comet. I don't know. Like, I I want it. I think for should win, I agree. Like, I want it to be Jay Harrison Gee. I think mm-hmm. I am not optimistic about the Tonys uh, not being a little star fucky. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> Best actress in a musical. I mean, across the board, should win, will wins are all Victoria Clark. I think that that's valid. I think I'm going the same way. What I will say is that if Kimberly Akimbo was not happening this season, this would be Sarah Bareilles' year. I'm like, if Sarah Bareilles pulls an upset, like, I will be (laughs) so ambivalent. Like, I won't know what to do. Yeah. Because it's like, on one hand, I will be like, frankly, shocked and appalled that Victoria Clark didn't win, if that's the case. But I'll also be like, over the moon, so thrilled for Sarah Bareilles that I think I might like, run laps around my block. Like, I I don't know know what I'll do. (laughs) So... uh, (laughs) 
Best Featured Actor in a play is interesting because Jesse and Maya both think that Jordan E. Cooper should win for Ain't No Mo, but they don't think that's going to happen. Jesse thinks it's going to go to Samuel L. Jackson for the piano lesson. Uh, Maya thinks it's going to go to Brandon Uranowitz for Leopoldstadt. Jordan E. Cooper was out when I saw Ain't No Mo, so okay. that's that's disappointing. So I can't actually speak to his performance, only the writing. Mm-hmm. Didn't see the piano lesson, and I think based on the writing, right, like mm-hmm. the impact of Jordan E. Cooper's role, even though I didn't see him in it, mm-hmm. I think in an ideal world, in an, in an ideal version of this play, I, I have thoughts on this play. I think it's fantastic. I think it's bold, daring, you know, like mm-hmm. form breaking. Very cool to have like a vignette, a nonlinear sort of like vignette play on Broadway. Very cool that it's like he's so young to have made this debut and super excited to see everything he does next. I don't think this the way it's written that this role achieves what he wants it to achieve in terms Mm -hmm. of like its function in the whole play and the like significance that the role carries in the play Mm -hmm. whereas I think Brandon Uranowitz the entire show hinges on like his performance Mm -hmm. particularly in this last scene and so I think it's will win, should win, Brandon Uranowitz. All right. Best featured actress in a play. They both think it's going to go to Miriam Silverman for the sign in Sydney Burstein's window. Jesse Green oh. says that Katie Sullivan should win. Maya thinks that Kara Young should win for cost of living. So maybe we'll have a cost of living win. If we get a cost of living upset here, I like... I will I will burst into tears because I'll say I loved Miriam Silverman's performance. It doesn't strike me as like a Tony performance, but I love like she's very talented and she like she's great. I don't know. I wasn't blown away. So I kind of see this as a category where anything can happen. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think she's I've heard nothing but great things about her performance. Yeah, I think it has the advantage of the fact that it's still running. But love this recognition by Jesse and Maya that. Like, for, for the performances in Cost of Living. Um, yeah. Best Featured Actor in a Musical. Okay, they're reversed from each other. They're the inverse of each other. Jesse thinks Alex Newell will win for Shocked, but that Justin Cooley should win for Kimberly Akimbo, whereas Maya thinks Justin Cooley will win for Kimberly Akimbo and Alex Newell should win for Shocked. I think I align with Jesse Green on this. I think Justin Cooley should win. And I think Alex Newell will. I think that should win is Kevin Delaguilla from Some Like It Hot. Oh, he was hysterical. He was so good. He was so good. He was so good. That's who I think. That's who I think should win. But Alex Newell for Shucked also, like, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I think it's their year. Best Featured Actress in a Musical. Uh, Jesse thinks Bonnie Milligan should win and will win for Kimberly Akimbo. Whereas Maya Phillips thinks that Julia Lester should win for Into the Woods or Bonnie Milligan should win for Kimberly Akimbo, but she thinks it's going to go to Betsy Wolf and Juliet. As I've said before, my will win, should win is Betsy Wolf and Anne Juliet. I think it's interesting when that Maya is like, Betsy Wolf will win, but shouldn't. You know, like, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love for it to be Betsy. I don't think it will be. I also haven't seen it yet, so I don't feel comfortable being like she should win. Yeah, even though that makes even sense. though I'd be happy if she did. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even see her. That's in true. It. I just That's true. You didn't between, see her between that role and knowing Betsy as a performer. Yeah, 
I I think yeah. I'm just like crossing all my fingers and toes that it's Bonnie Milligan. Yeah, sure. Lastly, I think we're going to skip for the interest of time the last bits of this list. You can go check it out for yourself. Like, we're glad we covered the performance categories since that's the bulk of what we talked about before. But lastly, the New York Times added, even though this Tony Awards category does not exist, cool to see that they think it should, a Best Ensemble Tony. If it existed, Jesse Green believes that Danson and Leopold Stott should be nominated under Best Ensemble. And Maya Phillips believes that Cost of Living and Fat Ham should have been nominated under under Best Ensemble if that award existed. You know what? If this existed, there would be more than two nominees. So let's just say honorary Best Ensemble Tony Award nominees are Danson, Leopold Stott, Cost of Living, and Fat Ham. And that's a that's a tough call. I don't know what I would choose. Oh, I choose Cost of Living, and we know this already. <laughs> I, I think I might go with Danson. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw Danson. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I that's where I stand. But I'm also a Bob Fosse. Oh, I am too. I love him, but I I missed the production unfortunately. Um, but it's still running. <laughs> not for much longer. Only like three more days, and I'm going to LA. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> So I hope you've enjoyed my like two hour rant about how much I loved Cost of Living by Martina Mayoak. This brings us to the end of our award season bonus content on Patreon. And thank you so much for listening and for joining our Patreon if you got this far. And we also want to remind you if you would like to continue to have access to our monthly Patreon exclusive bonus episodes beyond this award season you will need to increase to the $8 tier. At the $5 tier after award season, you will have access to bloopers and things that we cut for time from our main feed episodes, but you won't get the original Patreon exclusive content. So thank you so much for your support and for your time and your listening. Thank you all for listening to us rant and rave about the various awards. And, you know, are we going to do anything on Tony Sunday on like social? Let us know on maybe we'll throw up some polls on our Instagram close friends for the will win should win. Yeah, absolutely. And I will probably post my ballot on my social media just for funsies this year since I saw a lot of the shows. So um, give us a follow. Yeah. And overall, just like let us know what your thoughts are on these awards, because yeah, listen, like you've probably seen things that we haven't gotten around to seeing. Um, So let us know. Thanks so much. All right. We solved the Tony Awards. We solved the Tony Awards 2023. Bye. Any opinions expressed in this podcast are personal and do not reflect the views of our or our guests, employers, or clients. For more of our opinions and other theater-related content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and pretty much everywhere else at Partial View Pod. You can also find and support us on Patreon. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Fetter and on Instagram at Danielle.com. Follow me there. And I tweet and post pictures of my theater programs and books at Alexandra D-L-E-Y. Till next time. Programs and books at Alexandra D L E Y. Till next time.